Do you feel like there are ways that you could improve your website and content SEO, but wonder which SEO issues should be prioritized and maybe also how to fix these issues without getting too technical about it? Today, I'm sharing three non-techie SEO maintenance tasks that you should be checking for regularly, including keeping content and links updated, which is very important for SEO, how to fix those things, and how often you should be checking for these issues and updating pages and content. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Simple Content Marketing for Mompreneurs podcast. Do you want to grow your online business using organic marketing without feeling intimidated or overwhelmed with SEO? Do you find yourself going down a rabbit hole on Google searching for things like what's SEO, SEO for dummies, or how to find the right keywords? I totally get it. <laughs> hey, I'm Katie, wife, blessed mom to two of the funniest kiddos, Jesus lover, tech nerd, and a content marketing coach. I struggled to grow my online business avoiding SEO and optimizing my content because I thought it was way too intimidating. I thought that you needed a team of marketing experts and had to be an SEO guru to be good at SEO. Until I learned that SEO and keyword strategy is not as complicated as it seems and optimizing content for effective marketing and organic growth only takes maybe an hour or two a week. So totally simple. So grab some pen and paper, reheat that coffee, and let's grow your business together with simple SEO keywords and content strategy, along with some Holy Spirit and scripture-based encouragement. Are you tired of guessing and applying SEO strategies that are not working? Have you poured time in, into applying specific keywords to your content hoping and praying your content will start ranking on Google and grow your visibility. If you are having trouble building a successful SEO strategy to grow your website traffic and are just lost on how to optimize content and how it all works, I want you to book a session with me. In 20 minutes, you will know exactly how to research the kind of keywords you should be using that gives your content better chances to get found in Google and where to put keywords inside of your content and the best way you should be linking your content. We can also look over your blog format and give you tips on ways to change it to make it more user-friendly. So go book that at bit.ly slash unstuckin20. So you might have already heard these things being bad for SEO, but you need to learn how to fix them correctly. There is a lot that goes into SEO, and I might have said that before, but what really comes down to it is having your content your pages, your keywords, and your links current and updated regularly. Keeping pages and links updated is a completely non-techie kind of website maintenance, and it's probably one of the easiest SEO tasks that you have. If you would have asked me about five years ago how to redirect links to other pages correctly, I would have probably just said, delete the page or content, it'll be fine. So if you've done that in the past or even recently, just deleted a piece of outdated content or deleted a page that was no longer relevant to what you're doing now or relevant to any kind of content that you're creating without redirecting that URL to a, a newer page or a more relevant page or piece of content, that is not good SEO practice. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be walking through with you today. So the first thing that we want to focus on when it comes to SEO is broken links. So 
Broken links are really bad for SEO, especially if you have a lot of them and you don't regularly go through and check your website to make sure all of these links are still good. You can actually go to brokenlinkcheck.com and check your pages there. And it's totally free to use. You just pop in your the page, the specific page that you want checked with the links. So you'd probably have to go through and check each by page. It doesn't do it by your whole website. And it will scan the pages of your website to give you the source and the URL if any pop-up that is broken or dead. So that way you could go back and fix it or replace it with an updated link. The second one is 404 pages. So 404 pages can also deter traffic from consuming any more of your content or browsing your website, especially if one 404 page leads to another. So if you don't have 404 pages, make sure that you at least have your 404 page set up properly with links to other kinds of relevant content that would interest your reader. A link to your email newsletter and links to a product or services page that you might have. Don't leave it blank. You don't want to leave it empty where it doesn't direct your traffic to somewhere else. We want our traffic to consume our content for as long as possible. So it's really important to create quality, quality content and fix dead end links. And the less time users spend on your pages and content that signals search engines like Google and others that your content isn't answering questions and it's not relevant information for anybody to use. So the longer that we can keep our readers reading and consuming our website content and pages, the better. And the way to find out that if you have four or four pages is uh, on Google console from the dashboard on the left-hand side, you click on pages and then scroll down. I think it's all the way down to the page where it says, why pages aren't indexed and under where it says reason there will be a no found column right next to it will say 404 and it will tell you how many pages that you have and you can actually click on that link and it will tell you give you the links and the third one is orphaned pages if you have content on your website that doesn't have any links directing to or from it it is considered orphaned content Unless it's a privacy policy page or a disclaimer page, which those pages should have links in the footer of your website. There should always be links to and from every single page of your website. Unlinked pages on your website will completely devalue that page and your website. So there's always a way to add a link to a relevant page, whether that be a product page, a service that you offer, like a work with me page or any of those things, and even a piece of content that you've published. So every page on your website should have at least, at least at the very least, one link directing your traffic to another page. And you should go through your pages to find out which pages, if you have any that don't have links to that specific page or from it. And if you find that page no longer serves a purpose on your website or you've pivoted and that page is just like hanging out there, you should probably do a permanent redirect to another similar piece of content that is more relevant and get rid of that page or content, whichever, whatever the case is. There are a couple of different ways that you can direct pages to 
other pages. And that's either in the control panel of your website, or if you're using the Yoast plugin on your website, you can use that too. I'm sure there are other ways, but those are the two ways that I for sure know of because that's how I redirect my pages when I need to. And depending on the kind of redirect, like if you're planning on permanently redirecting that page, that would be a 301 redirect, which means that page has moved permanently. And I'll have something linked in the show notes below so you can get kind of a little bit more info on how to do redirects and what kind of redirects there are that we know what ones to choose. It's very simple and straightforward. It's There's no techie stuff or knowledge required to do that. It's a good idea to kind of schedule this task in as a regular reoccurring task. So if you have a task management system set up and you have like a 30 or 60 day automated list set up that kind of pops up to notify you, you can add that scheduled link check that will notify you when it's time to check those links to keep them current. I hope you enjoy this episode and I will be back next week. Friend, I hope you were inspired by today's episode and can apply these simple, tangible tips to your content strategy. If it did, can you do me a favor and share this episode with a friend that might also want to take advantage of SEO and organic marketing? It would also bless this podcast if you took a minute to leave a review over an Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know if this podcast is helping you and also helps more like-minded mompreneurs who want to grow their business organically find this podcast too. If you haven't yet, you should join my Facebook community where we support, encourage, and hang out. You can find the link below in the show notes. For more free content and coaching, you can find that on my website, The Content Marketing Mompreneur. Talk next time.